0: This morning, scripture comes from Matthew and it continues with what we have been reading. This portion of Matthew comes directly after Herod has killed John the Baptist. And so with that, and knowing that Jesus is John the Baptist's cousin... We come to these words, starting with verse 13 through 21. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. And when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. when When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, There is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go to the villages and buy food for themselves. And Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. And they replied, We have nothing here. But five loaves and two fishes. And he said, bring them here to me. And then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven, and he blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And, when, and all ate and were filled and they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full. And those who ate were around 5,000 men, besides women and children. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord God, today as we have entered your house, We come to be filled by you. Fill us with your spirit, Lord. Fill us with the knowledge of Christ and your glory so that we may hear your voice as you're speaking to us in spite of my own. We pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever worked and worked and worked and worked all day And then you have to come home, and there are hungry people that still need fed. Oh, I think most of us know what that's like. And the thing is, because they're your family, you start rummaging around in the refrigerator to see what you have and what you can put together to make a half-decent meal. Oh, I've I've done this on a, a number of nights and occasions. Sometimes I wish that the crock pot was always full and when I came home it would just be ready. But alas, it's sometimes not that way. And so you find some kind of meat and you put it in the pan and then you rummage around the refrigerator drawers a little bit and maybe you'll find some carrots or this, that, and the next thing. And the next thing you know, you have enough for an entire stew or whatever else that you made. And when it comes time to sit down at the table and be able to talk with one another and share with one another, everybody gets their fill. And in my house, you're glad when there's leftovers because you can have them another night, right? And so there's leftovers to boot. And when everybody gets up, they're happy, and they're joyful, and they know that they've had enough, and they go on about their evening, and then prepare quietly, even maybe for bed. Now, if you have small children, it might not be so quiet. I do remember what those days were like, too. Well, I kind of liken this to what Jesus had done. And because the people and the crowds knew what Jesus was doing now, that they had heard him speak and and, and they just wanted to be near him, did you ever just have somebody or, or something that you just couldn't miss? that that you just needed to draw closer to because whatever was going to come from his lips was going to be absolutely wonderful. Well, that's what was happening here. And although Jesus is finding himself tired and actually in grief, he had compassion for those who had come to experience the living God. And you say, experience the living God? Well, remember, Jesus is fully divine and fully human. You see, that's why in his humanness, he's feeling grief for what had happened with his cousin. But in his divinity, he's able to take those who were sick, that that were needing to be put back together again, and and, and heal them. And so many times when we come here into the sanctuary, maybe, maybe we're feeling the same thing. Have you ever come to church expecting to encounter the living God? I know I come every week expecting to encounter the living God. But I'm going to be truthful. In some days in my life, I've needed the healing myself, and I've sat there in my pew, and and I've just sat and soaked in God. I've soaked in the words of Jesus. I've I've soaked in the Holy Spirit. Because when I leave here, I know that I will feel more complete. I'll feel full, like I've been fed. And see, that's what was happening here. And, and the custom that the, the people of Israel had at that time, remember, there weren't any streetlights. There's no headlights. So if people were going to find a place to sleep, they needed to get going. And shops closed by dark because, like I said... There are no street lights. And it wasn't safe for people to be out after dark. That's when the robbers and the bandits and so forth would come. But Jesus said to the disciples, You don't have to shoo them away. No, no, no. Let's see what we have here. And so he comes up with, in the crowd, there's five loaves and two fishes. Five loaves and two fishes. Well, Two fish don't look like they're going to go very far, and neither do five loaves of bread, not for all those thousands of people. And remember, they didn't even count the women and the children that were there, they just said that they were there. But Jesus does something which brings glory to God. You see, every time Jesus does a miracle, it isn't for your sake or mine. It's not for those crowds' sake. What it is, is to bring glory to God. And because of that, their lives are enriched because they can witness the glory of God. Did you know that that's why Jesus and God still do miracles today? It's to bring glory to God. And we're supposed to tell about it. We're supposed to witness about it. We're supposed to tell people what we have seen God doing in the midst of us so that people understand that the living God is still here with us today so that we might feed others. Oh, yes, sometimes it's through here, like we have at the soup kitchen downstairs. And sometimes it's with the senior boxes. And, but, you know, you never know when that's going to be a miracle for that person that day, which feeds them here. And if you've ever worked in either of those, they will be able to tell you that the people who were giving were fed here. You see, that's what Jesus was doing. And so he he takes these fish and he takes a loaf of bread and he lifts it and looks up to heaven. And he breaks it. And he gives it to those who are around him until everybody is served just to find out that there are leftovers. Not only have they been fed, but there's enough to feed more. You see, if Jesus, then, if Jesus quit feeding people right then and there, we wouldn't have the good news, the gospel for today. But look, folks, we're still being fed today. And we're being fed with the body and the blood of Christ that's why we have communion so that we can live into our Lord Jesus Christ that should give you goosebumps That should make you feel excited it should make you feel hungry and when you have left this place I pray that it makes you feel full not here But here. So that when you leave this place today, you go outside and tell others that you have been fed by the Lord Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives and reigns in each of us today. It lives in us today. See, that's good news, folks. That's the gospel. Jesus Christ lived and died and rose from the dead for us so that we may live into him, into the church, for the church is the body of Christ. Are you full? Are you still hungry? Are there still mouths to feed? Hmm. Seems like for me, that this hunger builds and builds inside, that it's not quenchable because I want more of Jesus, just like those crowds did that day. How about you? Let us pray. Lord God, I thank you today that we have the opportunity to live into you, not just by the, the five loaves and the two fish, but in through communion and by serving the people that you have called us to in a time such as this. We are grateful, Lord, to be able to serve and to worship in a place like stone. We are also grateful, Lord God, for the community that we live in, that we are able to open the doors, And let the crowds come in. We're grateful, Lord God, that we are able to sit at your feet. And to feast in your love. We pray today, Lord, knowing that you, you are here today. Praise Jesus in his name. Amen.